Hello, podcast family. This is Bonnie Lowe with Healing Spirit. This is episode number two, and today's topic is, is your guru full of it? This is a great topic for me. I've been thinking about it for many, many, many years. Um, One of the things that I used to do, one of my narcissistic qualities, was I would fall in love with some new leader or some person and I would just absolutely elevate them and think they were the best and they never did anything wrong. And then I would find one little problem and just rip them down and tear them apart. Well, I kind of did that today, (laughs) but in a more mature and evolved version. Um, One of my favorite... um, One of my favorite threads on Facebook and Instagram and all of that is Tiny Buddha. And I absolutely love Tiny Buddha. They have excellent, excellent advice. And all the advice is written by different people. So you you never know who, you know, is coming up with the idea, which I think is very healthy and keeps the perspective fresh. Um, But today there was a, a post about holding grudges and forgiveness that absolutely triggered me. I've had a lot of triggers lately, so my tolerance has been worn down and worn down and worn down. That's a part of life. Things happen. You get worn out, you get tired, and then you get shitty. (laughs) Anyway, so I completely reacted to it instead of responding to it. Well, actually, that's not true. That's the healed part is I more responded to it than I reacted to it, but it was still a reaction. And my problem with it was that there are lots of people out there who have known people who are physically, emotionally, and sexually abusive. They've been in relationships with people who are toxic and hurtful, and the relationships could be romantic, or it could be family, or it could be friends, it doesn't matter. There are lots of people out there who do not need to interact with people who are not allowed in their life. And there's a very good reason for that healthy boundary of not allowing this person into their life. And so the title, just the title of the post, which I don't remember exactly how it read, but it had the words in it, um, uh, forgiveness and grudges. And it just absolutely (laughs) triggered me. (laughs) Um, But I did some work with my coach around it and and another podcast host who is a therapist who is also in my group with my coach. Isn't that interesting, a therapist getting coaching? She's an amazing woman. And by the way, there are lots of therapists out there that I absolutely love and trust and books that I've written on, read on psychology that I loved. So I don't have I don't have a thing against psychology. I just find that this path works best for me. Anyway, back to me overreacting. So, I I kind of, I absolutely called bullshit. um, Because I don't think that that bland statement, that's a blanket statement, is okay for everybody. And it's not. It's not. Um, The point that I got to with my coach and my co-student slash therapist slash podcast host, who I will put her... um, her podcast in the notes um, so you can go check her out her podcast is called feel it to heal it and her name is Sharon Nichols she's wonderful anyway the point that we got to on that was everybody is at different levels of healing and yes it is absolutely 100% possible to be healed enough to have a 
form of a relationship with anybody, no matter what they've done to you in the past. That is possible. You can get to that space. However, we are all humans. We're on all different paths and we're at different levels. And there are lots of people out there who will not get to that space with the people who have harmed them. And that does not make them a bad person. It doesn't mean that they're broken. It means that that's not their path. Um, and that's part of why I wanted to uh, talk about this today. Another part is I saw another podcast. I study podcasts because I'm in PR. Um, another podcast called Snake Oil and Hypochondriacs. And it just absolutely triggered this whole thing for me. Jeff Brown actually goes off on this too about how gurus um, spout disassociation. He's really not a fan of Eckhart Tolle. So after spending years ripping people apart for being wrong, quote unquote, I've done a lot of internal thinking about this and listened to a lot of teachers. Heather Ashamara, which is another one of my big teachers, has in one of her books, I believe it's Warrior Goddess Training, but I'm not sure because I've read them all and they all kind of mix up in my head. Um, this point where she's at uh, Teo, Teo Wakan, and she's leading a group in prayer and a um, tour guide comes by and tells his tour group, oh, just ignore them. They don't know what they're doing. And Heather Ash is like, you know what? And he's absolutely right. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I find that so powerful. And that is the point of, is your guru full of it? Yes. The answer is yes. Are we witch oil salesmen to hypochondriacs? Yes. And we're the hypochondriacs too. So here's my perspective. And this is, this is such a powerful revelation. Everyone is different. Everyone heals differently. Everyone needs different tools to heal. Some people heal with traditional therapy. Some people heal with um, rapid eye movement therapy. Some people heal with tapping. Some people heal with um, martial arts. Some people heal drumming. Some people heal making art. Some people believe in fairies. And you know what? There is nothing wrong with that. Everybody needs a different modality for them. They need to go in and really look inside themselves and see what feels good. What do I connect with? What do I believe? And every single healer, teacher, psychiatrist out there is a witch oil salesman. They are. We all are. Because the thing is, we found our path. We found what works for us. Um, and we use that to heal. So me, I refuse to stay in anybody's box. I do not have a label. I'm studying Andean shamanism. I'm a mesa carrier. Um, um, I'm studying to be a kunandera. And, you know, I'm not any of those things. I am and I'm not. Like, that's not my label. <laughs> that's not my label. That's not who I am. But these things work for me. Earth magic works for me. I talk to Mother Earth like you would not believe. I have conversations with insects and squirrels. And I talk to the wind. The wind has a lot to say. And the trees. And Mama's talking to me all the time. And that's the thing. 
I lost my mother when I was very young. I lost my mother, well, not very young, but I was 16 when I lost my mom. I was 21 when I lost my dad. So I have a different life. I miss my mommy. (laughs) And I turn to Mother Earth for that love and support that I needed. And it's Mother Earth who teaches me that she loves everybody equally. Whether or not they're allowed in my life, she loves them unconditionally. There is no one that Mother Earth does not love. And she is a living entity. And she may scour us off the face of the planet. Doesn't mean she doesn't love us. It just means she's protecting herself. Those creepy little healthy boundaries. Anyway, back to it. Um, so I have my own brand. I, I love the Toltec teachings. I love the four agreements. I love Heather Ash's work on warrior goddess training. I love Carrie Hummingbird's work on healing the mother wound and, um, her Andean shamanism courses. I love these things. I also love SGI Buddhism. So go Gaki Kai. Um, but I also don't believe it. And same thing for all the others. Like, there's a line at which that's not me. I love them. They're brilliant. Um, the leader of, uh, SGI, Daisaku Ikeda, one of his most powerful quotes, which I cannot remember the quote specifically, but basically he said, faith should not be taken blindly. Faith should be questioned. You should ask questions and study and figure out if this is true for you. For a leader of a religious organization, which Buddhism isn't really, it can't really be a religion because there's no God, but there are devils. This is a very interesting, they have a lot of dogma in SGI, which is why it doesn't work for me and I couldn't do the piece of paper. Apparently I can carry around stones and a cloth and be all legit, but a piece of paper was not my soul. I think it's because I can carry the cloth around and I can drop it and I can take it apart and I don't have to not take pictures of it. Um, That's why STI didn't work for me, but I still love it. And my niece is still a member, so I'm I'm totally there. Um, But that's the thing. Find your path. Find what works for you. And if it is fairies, if you need to talk to the fairies to heal, go for it. And all those people out there that don't realize that talking to fairies can actually help people, they just have a very narrow perspective. They think their thing is right and your thing is wrong, and I don't think like that. I think that all our things can be right for us. So, is your guru full of it? Yes. And so am I, and so are you, and so is everybody who picks their path. And another thing to remember, this is this is the lesson that I learned today after nipping tiny Buddha. The meanest thing I said was bullshit. BS. By the way, bullshit, BS, also stands for belief system. That's one of the, um, I believe that's Anton LaVey. I might be wrong about that. Uh, But anyway, it's one of the concepts of a form of Satanism, which used to scare the shit out of me. But now that I understand it, Um, there are some that are just a little twisted and I'm just like, no, that's not okay. But basically some forms are simply the idea 
that they do not want to follow your rules. It's it's really simple. And there to me in my perspective there is nothing wrong with that and it scares the crap out of some people like it used to do me. Um and that's a superpower. Like that's that's power right there. If you if someone is afraid, you can control them. Whatever you fear controls you. Period. Um so I'm working through my fears one at a time. <laughs> Like my fears of letting people back into my life who I do not trust and have absolutely proven to be dangerous. Like that's my definition of dangerous. Um, I don't want them in my life. But my teacher pointed out at a certain point, I may get so strong and so confident that they can't hurt me no matter what they do, even if they were in my life. And that's an excellent perspective. And that is probably the perspective that the overall reaching perspective that Tiny Buddha meant when posting. At the same time, I totally want to impress on people that there are different levels of healing. And um, Jeff Brown just posted this tonight on Facebook. Um, It's Saturday night. (laughs) Um, He posted that we all have different perspectives at different times on our healing path. So what this means is, if your guru says something, by the way, we should never have gurus. These are people that we are listening to. Never, ever, ever buy into anybody 110% just because, for anything, just for any reason. Question, think for yourself, continue to question. Some things will not work for you. And that's the point I was trying to make is, at a certain point on your path, This may not be true for you, and that is okay. And at another point on your path, it may be true for you, and that is okay. And there are advices that people give out that are contradicting. So one person will say, it's not the load, it's how you carry it. Another person will say, our patriarchal system is designed to keep you enslaved and you don't have any energy because it's literally designed this way. Both of those things are correct at the same time in different situations. So, If somebody says something to you and that is not a fit for the situation that you're in or what you're feeling at the moment, that is okay. That thing still may be true to something else later, even in application to you. But advice is like that. Like you give a piece of advice and we can negate it in 50 different ways. But in this one way, it is the perfect piece of advice and it works. And so we have to make space for that in in our questioning, in our, our learning. And we have to know that sometimes this is not true for me right now, but it might be true for me later and have an acceptance of that. And I can only say that because I've been on the other side of that because I've been places where I'm like, this is not acceptable behavior and there is something very wrong with you people. And then (laughs) I get to the other side and I'm like, that is not how I would choose to live my life and I still don't find that healthy for me but that means and this is very important that means it is wrong for me not it is wrong for you not is ethically wrong in the whole scheme of the world it is simply wrong for me 
and I take radical responsibility for understanding that what is right or wrong for me does not have any bearing on anybody else because that is not their life. They get to create their own life, their own dream. Um, Don Jose Ruiz in his book, um, I can't remember. I hate when I forget things. Something of the Shamans. He's only written one by himself, I think, so far. So um, anyway, something of the shamans, calling of the shamans or something like that. Anyway, in that book, he says, it's like you're an artist who's made a masterpiece and some random person comes into the art gallery and starts trying to repaint your painting because they think that it would look better this way and you should do that and... How angry would you be if somebody came in and tried to restructure your life? One of the triggers that I hit recently, which I'm over because it's such, I have so much, so many lies that I tell myself that I need to release. I did one of those stupid little game things on Facebook and it told me I needed to lose weight. My brilliant coach is like, maybe that's the weight of other people's expectations, which is the answer. Oh my God, she's so brilliant. But it absolutely triggered me. And then somebody's talking about keto and cutting out carbs. And I have recently realized that is one of the things I will not be doing in my life. I would rather be round and have a croissant because I love croissants. Oh my God, they're so good. Um, I will reduce the gluten in my life because in America, the way they produce gluten is extremely unhealthy for our digestive systems. It is a problem. But at the same time, I'm probably going to have a cookie or a croissant. Anyway, so being triggered by that, <laughs> I've totally lost the point. Um, I shouldn't have been triggered by that. Oh, it's bull. I just, I believed that I needed to be thin. That was the point. I don't need to be thin. I don't. I absolutely don't. I get to be loved exactly the shape and size I am, and so do you. And I'm a big fan of intuitive eating. That is right for me. Um, you can't tell me not to eat things because then I'll eat lots of the things. I ate a package of cookies. Don't tell anybody. Um, but anyway, it was a small package. <laughs> it only had it only had eight cookies, but I ate all eight of them. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so once we realize what is actually true for ourselves, our deep, authentic truth, and we get really comfortable and confident in that, then it doesn't matter what other people believe or what they do. And our guru can even tell us some bullshit we totally don't believe. And we're going to be like, mm-hmm, okay, thank you. And we're not triggered. I was triggered because I still have a little bit of charge not only around my ex-husband, because there's a little bit there. There's not a lot. There's not a lot. Like, if I had to go do something physical, labor thing to save the world with him, I could totally do that. I can work next to him. Um, but also other people that have hurt me in my past. And one of the Toltec sayings that my teacher brought up today is, if somebody's words or actions hurt you, the wound is in you. Basically, what it means is you're taking it personally. Um, and so I have charge around other people who have hurt me, who are not invited into my life. I've forgiven them. Like, I totally understand that from their perspective, 
they weren't doing anything wrong. Like, why, why would you be honest with people? <laughs> anyway, it, I won't go into it because I don't need to play the victim role. But the, the point is, in their perspective, I was the aggressor. And that is actually true. See, that's the thing about self-reflection and absolute radical responsibility and radical forgiveness is you realize that in a lot of situations, even if you're the victim, you're also the perpetrator because somebody does something wrong and then you do something wrong. It's called reacting. Um, so I reacted very badly to a situation where I had a physical trauma trigger. And I said some really nasty things afterwards to a lot of people who are apparently friends of that person. Um, and so it wasn't okay on my part. Mm -mm, absolutely not. That's not kosher, not cool. I just freaked out. I was just so angry. Um, I felt violated and victimized and abused. And the thing is, this person thought they were being cool or attractive or suave. I don't know. I don't know what they thought. They thought that they were being awesome and I did not. <laughs> we had two totally different reactions and then I had a massive reaction about a situation I allowed myself to be in again. And I had to do a lot of work around allowing myself to be hurt because I thought that was okay. Because I thought that's how intimate physical relationships were supposed to be that it was my job to sacrifice my comfort and my pleasure um and I actually put up with pain and you know what that that's not true oh my god it's not true not for me I mean there are lots of people out there who cannot release unless they're in also a little bit to a lot of physical pain at the same time and everybody's up to their own kink. And I'm not saying I'm against it. I'm just saying that I don't need to be anybody's chew toy. <laughs> it's not my job. <laughs> and it's a lot of deep, dark work that I've done. And so I can absolutely forgive this person because they didn't see anything wrong with what they were doing. And I was triggered. And because I was triggered, I responded badly. Um... And that's not okay. I do have to clean that up and take responsibility for it, which I'm doing right now. And I'm okay sharing this with you because, you know, I've gone through it so much and I've, the universe or people have picked on me about it so much that I'm just done. I'm super, super, super done. And I absolutely forgive them because that could be marked up as a miscommunication. However, due to the emotional feelings that I genuinely had and have regarding that situation, oh, I'm so not interested. No, I'm not. I'm not. It's good. Um, but maybe I'll get to the point down the road where I'm enlightened enough to be like, okay, that was a situation. Things happened and that's fine. Um, to let it be water under the bridge, clean slate and all that stuff. Maybe that will happen someday. I'm actually open to the possibility that I can be that confident in myself. But speaking for the rest of the people on the planet who have been in situations where they were hurt and scared and felt abused and victimized, I'm standing up for them. 
I am absolutely standing up for them. No, they do not have to take these people back into their life. And no, they're not evil grudge holders. They're hurt. They're healing. And they will heal in the time that it takes them to heal. And some of them aren't even on that path and won't heal, which is also fine. Um, so this has been a, a deep moment for me. <laughs> I feel like I've uh, shared quite a bit, maybe more than I should have, as usual, but I feel good about it. And I feel like we all have our own bullshit belief system. We all have our own perspectives and we're all at different places on our path. So if you need fairies to heal, use fairies. If you like earth magic, use earth magic. If you just want psychology, use psychology. If you like BDSM and that's how you're healing yourself, whatever it takes, do what you need to do and let go of the expectations and judgments of others. Your shit is just as valid and valuable as everybody else's. And it's taken me a lot of work and a lot of time to see that. And then also remember that certain truths are not true for you in this moment, in this situation. And there's lots of reasons for that. And that is also okay. I want to send you so much love right now because we all deserve to heal. All of us. We all deserve to forgive ourselves for the situations we contributed to. We all deserve to have confidence in ourselves and to know that we are absolutely worthy of being loved and of leading in the profession we choose in the way we choose. Sending so much love to you. Have a great day, night, whatever it is for you. Bye.